All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Wednesday, May 31st of 2023, last day of May. June is upon us here, so the year is moving by fast, pretty much as always, but for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. It's a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. Questions come in live in the YouTube tw- YouTube chat. Questions come in uh, from support. You can reach us at support at SaberSim.com. Questions also come in in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, there's a link in the description below to get joined up. Highly recommend it. As always, get access to similars, get access to, you know, the rest of the SaberSim team beyond myself. We all are in there um, each and every day answering user questions, a lot of uh, strategy questions in the different channels for different sports. So great reason to be in the Discord. But looking ahead to today, we have a seven-game early MLB slate. Looks like we have a six-game main slate. So good luck to all of you in the early slate if you have your contests are going on right now. And then PGA and NBA both return tomorrow. PGA tees off first thing in the morning. And NBA, we get our Game 1 NBA Finals matchup tomorrow. So it should be a fun day. Looking forward to it myself. But with that being said, going to get the app pulled up here uh only really one question here to get us going today um from j sams jr so if anybody has any questions now is a great time to get those in uh we will see where we go after this one but this is kind of like a two-parter here uh gonna get these all in here and question says what is the best way to look for hitters that will at least score some fantasy points? Secondly, also should we be looking at percentiles when looking for players with high upside? Uh, okay, so really good question here. I did see that even even Matt jumped in here. Um, so so let's talk about hitters with baseball, right? If we were to even go and look at the highest projected hitters, which this basically means that after um you know going running all of the sims here um on average that this top hitter scored the most fantasy points um throughout the sims right but if we go in to see you know what this player's range of outcomes looks like um at about 18 percent of the time he scores zero points 18 percent of the time scores somewhere like a little over five points here those are his two most likely outcomes uh, uh, in, in this chart, right? We're going to look at this batter. So, you know, it's okay, like, to have – I mean, it, it's – you know, what I would say is, like, don't be super discouraged if you see hitters who are scoring zero. Like, that probably is their highest likely outcome. And then also, aside from that, you have eight hitters in your lineup, right? So, you know, what, what you're trying to avoid is an outcome that – each hitter is most likely to happen. You, you're actually trying to avoid that happening, right? And then you have to do that eight times. So that that's actually pretty hard. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know what the math is on that, but um, I, I think that it's pretty normal to to get a hitter with a zero in your lineup. I think that you know what you're really trying to look for are these team combinations, not these individual hitter combinations, where you know the. If let's say you have a five stack, right, of of Boston here, and let's say that you stack, you know, one, two, three, four, five here, which is Verdugo, Yoshida, Turner, Devers, Duran, and 
Turner gets a zero, but Verdugo goes for, you know, a home run and a double and two RBIs. And he has like 28 points. Maybe Yoshida has like 14. Uh, Devers maybe gets like a walk and a run. It's like four points. And then Duran has like a steal, you know, a single, a double and gets like 19 points or something like that. If, if you, if you look at all these hitters together, right, you add up those points and then basically divide by five. Um, these, these hitters as a group uh, would be scoring up well above their means on average here. And I think that, you know, in baseball, I think that's probably like part of the reason stacking is so important, right? You can, you can take the outcomes that this team is having in this team sport in this team scoring environment, and then kind of uh, look at it as a whole, right? So, so when I ever, I go through my MLB process, I am talking about stacks. I am talking about, you know, five stacks, four stacks, three stacks, two stacks, whatever it may be. I, you, you never find me in the batter's tab uh, trying to figure out which individual hitter is going to have a good day because I think that's extremely hard to do, right? So uh, may, maybe take a step back here, you know, not look at individual hitters. You know, I don't think it's worth going into these uh, percentiles and then seeing, you know, what, what hitter – is most likely has the highest upside here or things like that. So I would, I would probably discourage that, which is the second part of this question. Should we be looking at percentiles? We're looking for players with high upside. Um, I, I think that, you know, try and focus on a team level and understand that, you know, a winning lineup uh, sometimes will have a zero and that's okay. Right. But if you can get that stack, those stacks, right. If you can get those teams, right. um, That is going to do much better for you in the long term here, especially with, most hitters highest percentage outcome being zero points on average here. All right. Good question there. And I'm going to hit this next one from Noah. Noah said, Hey Andrew, if you sort by lowest to highest geo mean for NBA showdown, would it pop out most unique lines first? And with NBA, if you go past the 20 and into the pool, does it still follow the rules you set or is it top 20 and then a mix below it? Okay. So really good questions here. So, First part is if you sort by highest to lowest geo mean for NBA showdown, would it pop out the most unique lineups first? So the answer is yes. Um, I I would say that don't think of it as like most unique. Just think of it as uh, least likely to be duplicated. I, I think is the right terminology here because if, if you did a geo mean calculation, right, let's say that, you know, at you wanted to do one geo mean, uh, you did one divided by the number of entries in your contest, maybe let's say a thousand to the power of one over six. And then let's say that that value is something like 15. Well, what we're saying is that a, if a lineup has a geo mean of 15, we are expecting it to be duped one time. That also means that every lineup from, you know, let's say 10 geo mean to 15 are all expected to be duped. Uh, no more than one time, right? Or, or basically to be unique in that instance, right? So all all of those lineups have the same uniqueness, but they, they still have diff- different geo means, which means that, you know, the, the lineups with the lower geo mean of 10 are even less likely to be duped than the lineups that have, you know, 14.9, for instance, right? So uh, you can kind of group those together based on those different geo mean thresholds. And then second part of the question says, if you go past the 20, which is your number of requested lineups and into the pool, does it still follow the rules you set or is it top 20 and then a mix below? So the answer is yes, that it will. If you set any rules here, let's say I set a geomine rule. 
every single lineup that is generated will follow this rule. So it is not just your top 20. Um, basically what happens is that we build your pool of lineups based on everything you do in the home screen, based on your custom projections, based on your custom ownership, based on your minimax exposures, based on any rules that you set. And then once those lineups are all generated, all 500 lineups, Saber score then goes in and then ranks them and moves them up or down depending on the sorting metric that it's using, right? So all the lineups get built using any rules or restrictions from the home screen. And then the lineups get, and then the builder decides which lineups are your top 20 after that part is complete. So it's kind of a two step process in that way. Uh, next follow up said from Noah said, I asked yesterday, but now that there are projections, if you lock in Jokic at captain, can you still get a full pool since he is expensive? Um, I haven't seen projections. I was just on there. Um, so so I'm, I'm still not seeing projections here. What I could try is a hard refresh. Maybe do a Control-Shift-R here and see if anything populates. Um, so, so at the moment, I'm not seeing any projections here, uh, but, you know, he said, if you lock in Jokic to captain, can you still get a full pool since he is expensive? So I think you can. Um, I would just be um, aware of, of players with a really low projection here. But ultimately, you know, there's going to be a lot of combinations um, in available to you here. So I think that you should still be able to get a full pool. I don't think that should be a problem. But give it a shot. Uh, wow, he is really expensive. He is raw 14k salary so captain 1.5x is 21k so that, that is really expensive but uh give it a shot you know if if the builder stops short that's going to be your biggest indication right i'm not going to be able to say like hey uh you know the builder won't be able to build enough i don't know all of the math and the builder could do that really easily here so if if you get to a point where you build your lineups and the builder is just struggling you know getting to 459 460 461 and then it cuts off like okay the builder could only build 461 lineups um at least i have you know a, a more than you know 90 percent of my requested pool to work with from there right so give that a shot all right um we are all caught up with questions questions in the discord here and these questions that came in in the youtube chat I'm going to hang out a little bit, but if anybody has any questions that they have on their mind, uh, now's a great time to ask them, right? Probably a question that you're thinking about some other user is also thinking about. So don't be shy. There are no dumb questions here. And in the meantime, while I wait for some more questions to roll in, just want to remind everybody that if you guys are not playing on Owner's Box, I would highly recommend taking advantage of our promotion that we are running with them. We partnered with Owner's Box at the beginning of the MLB season here. It has been a good season to date. Uh, the contests on Owner's Box continue to overlay or be rake-free or have reduced rake. And, um, you know, I think that's really important, right? That is ROI percentages that you do not have to earn back, right? So on DraftKings, they have about a 15% rake. If that contest fills, you have to win back your 15%. And then, you know, that's breaking even. And then now you have to go and earn additional percentage points to ultimately uh, be profitable, right? But if you are playing reduced rake or no rake contest, that is percentage points that you do not have to earn back before seeing a profit. So I think that is that alone is a big, big uh plus for playing on owner's box at the moment aside from that contests tend to be softer than what you're going to see on other sites here because a lot of the top players are not playing over on this site yet but i don't think that will last 
forever here. So take advantage of that while you can. And then also if you use promo code Saber or SaberSim when you sign up, you can get a $500 deposit bonus. And then we will track your entry fees and then you can earn free months of SaberSim just by playing there and, and nothing else, right? So if you earn, if you if you enter up to $3,500 in entry fees, uh, we track this over time, right? So this does not have to be in a month. This could be in six months. This could be in a year. Uh, we will track your entry fees and then we will reach out to you and say, hey, you have achieved this uh, many dollars in entry fees. Do you want to cash in on a free month of the standard plan? And then if you say yes, we will reset your tracking to zero and then you can continue to earn free months. There is no limit on the amount of credit that you can earn here. So take advantage of this promotion. Highly recommend playing over there. All right, getting back to the Saberson map. Um, Another question here in the YouTube chat for MLB main slates today. If you ran with one team locked in a 20 max, how can you make sure that your your team uses all one through nine batters um, across your 20 lineups? And it says, sometimes I like knowing that if that one team dominates, I get all of the points. Say you grab the highest implied total teams and ran with it as a, a lock five man in a 20 max entry. Uh, yeah, so this is something that I, I'm a big, big fan of doing. Um, I, I talk about this a lot in 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 you know my office hours videos or or anytime that i'm i'm giving strategy examples so let's take the highest implied run total team which would be arizona for the main slate today if you go and look at their batter projections here you know you're going to see 25 percent 17 10 10 22 8 16 15 15 so they're actually like pretty spread out which is which is actually really interesting a lot of times like especially on like these core slates you'll see you know really high projections for like batters one through six and then it kind of tails off toward the end right uh, batters six seven eight nine usually a little less owned um maybe boston's a better example so we have devers 22 Verdugo 16 yoshida 19 turner 27 duran 14 and then duran is in the sixth spot so 14 for duran uh valdez 11 percent kike eight in the seven hole Connor Wong, 15% in the nine hole. Looks like Rob Ref Snyder was like probably a late addition to the lineup here. So ownership is going to have to rerun and then um, that will get updated here. But but let's take Boston, right? Let's say we want to play Boston. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to make my two updates to projections really quickly here. Going to run this as if I'm playing a 20 max, 10 to 50K entrance, pretty standard uh, contest size here. And then just going to build my 500 lineups here. So once these lineups load, we will get into the post build and continue talking about this a little more. Okay, so we're in the post build. Uh, let's go over to our team stacks. And I'm going to go with 100% Boston here, right? And I'm actually going to go with 100% Boston, five stacks specifically. So there's only about 60 lineups total with Boston and five stacks in our pool. So we do have to note that. So we might run into some constraints there. But what I would do here is I would go to team and then, you know, Boston starts with the B. So I would just inversely sort here. And then I'm going to go down to Boston. And then, so so now I, I'm, I'm approaching Boston. So Ref Snyder is at 40%. Who's next? Kike is at 65 Devers is at 85, Valdez is at 70, Wong is in 30, Verdugo 75, Yoshida 50, Duran 45, 
Turner 40. So so basically everybody's above 30 above 40% except for Connor Wong. So so I think that this is the best way to do this, right? Uh come into your um you can even go to all batters or all sort by team and then use order here to tell you like okay, uh, who's in the lineup and then what are their percentages here? So maybe I want to increase Connor Wong, right? I'm like, hey, I'm playing everybody in you know 100 of my lineups but connor wong is only in 30 maybe i want connor wong in at least a third here right so then i'm going to increase him to 35 and then maybe i also say like hey i want to play 100 boston stacks but i don't want to play anyone more than 80 percent too so that way i have some options where if they don't get there you know the rest of the team gets there that's great and then uh we have now we have verdugo at 80 and everyone else is above 40 percent here so i i i'm actually a big fan of this especially like the chalky teams um I think that, you know, a lot of people or even like a lot of optimizers, what they're going to do is play a lot of batters from the top of the lineup. And I, I don't think that's like particularly the best option here uh, most of the time. So, you know, our if we look at Boston, we look at their top projected hitters, it's two, one, four, three, six, right? And then, and then ref signers kind of a little lower than Valdez. So, you know, a lot of people are going to be playing three, four, five players, from positions one through six in the order. And I think that one of the best things that you can do on these chalky teams is, is, is lineup construction is find a way to stack this team that is different from the ways that other people are stacking them. And by forcing exposure to lower in the order hitters or making the exposures fairly even, you can play the team at a really high rate, but the combinations of players that you're using uh, is, is going to be different, right? So in this first lineup, we have one, two, five, eight, nine. So we have like a end around stack with eight, nine, one, two. And then we have ref Snyder in the fifth spot, right? So I think that's fine. And then we have a, we have a one, two, six, seven, nine. So, so I love seeing these things, right? I think it's great. Um, I think that, you know, what you're alluding to here is probably the best way to play chalky teams, but play them differently here and uh, get some leverage on the field via lineup construction specifically here. And then uh, just just since we have a little time, I'll tell a little story. So I went to Long Beach State. Um, I used to be on the uh, training staff for the Dirtbags, which is their baseball team. And I was there the year that Jaron Duran uh, got drafted. So Jaron Duran used to play second base at Long Beach State. I was there for his uh, draft year, got to spend a season with him. And so every time I see Jaron Duran doing good, I'm, I'm always rooting for him. So, so a uh, big, big JD fan over here, but just, just a cool little story. All right, everybody. Um, I think we're going to call it a little early today. Uh, you know, no questions are no questions from support today through with the discord questions through with the YouTube questions. Appreciate uh shout out Noah specifically here you know, keeping, keeping the show alive, asking lots of questions here, but we'll be right back tomorrow. You know, we do have the big uh, NBA showdown Millie maker tomorrow. So should be plenty to talk about tomorrow. If you guys are building lineups throughout the day, question pops in your head, drop it in the office hours channel, let it sit there. Gives us a steady queue of questions to get started with at the beginning of this show. But until tomorrow, take care everybody. Good luck in your contest and I will see you guys. Thanks. Bye.